生，方才 open deep and wide through the floodgates of God's mercy. Float a vast and gracious tide, grace and love like mighty rivers poured in sand from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am James Crothers, and I'm bringing forth Mercy Poured Forth on Wednesday, August 24th. Pardon my background, I've been having some camera issues. Of course, technology is never your friend moments before you're supposed to go live. Uh, as you can see, this is not my, my natural background, but um, anyways, I am going to be talking about nature today and the beauty that lies within and how I'm so thankful that Yah created this for us, something that we should never take for granted, its beauty. Hope everyone is doing good this week. Everybody in the chat, Shalom, Lee, my wife, as well as Brother Lee, Lynn, Rivka, Asia, good to see all of you. Halfway through that week, getting closer to Shabbat, looking forward to it, hoping that Yah blesses each and every one of you. So today I am going to be talking about the creation of Yah, the beauty that lies within, the, the mysteries, the majesty, the things we can't understand. Um, just such an amazing thing that I think sometimes we take for granted because it's always been there, it always is, but... Sometimes we need to take that moment to reach out into nature to kind of reset and restore our body where Yah intended us to be. I do actually want to start. I'm going to um, actually before I get to that, let me unshare this real quick. So in the land we rest and stand on, the air we inhale and exhale, everything that powers our lives is because we have nature. In today's modern world where everything is fast-paced and processed, humans tend to lose track of its importance. As time passes and the continuous misuse of nature occurs, the destruction of Yah's creation can be seen all the more. How we handle and care for the rich and vast blessings that is nature and surrounds us tells us the kind of character we are as a person. Yah is the artist behind the seas, the mountains, and even ourselves. Nature is beyond priceless and ravishing. Through nature, we can see with our own eyes the love and compassion Yah has for us. We are able to thrive and nourish ourselves without with never-ending resources that come in free from the hands of Yah. He speaks to us through the streams of waters, the fresh breeze, and the warm sunlight. So I just want to start off by actually reading Genesis 1. I think it's a beautiful chapter. It's simple, but yet so complex when you realize the creation at hand, what goes into, what went into it, what is involved, 
Uh, I just thought this would be a great starting point. And then I'll share some some scriptures to back up the, the creation and the importance of it. So starting in Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And his Ruach Elohim moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, Let there be light. And there was light. And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. And Elohim called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And Elohim said, Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And Elohim made the expanse and divided the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse, and it was so. And Elohim called the expanse heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And Elohim said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together, Unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And Elohim called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas, and Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth grass, and herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And Elohim said, Let there be lights in the expanses of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for appointed feasts and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And Elohim made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And Elohim set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness, and Elohim saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And Elohim said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that has life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open expanse of heaven. And Elohim created great dragons, and every living creature that moves, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind, and Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And Elohim made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creeps upon the earth after his kind, 
and Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let us have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So Elohim created man in his own image. In the image of Elohim created he him. Male and female created he them. And Elohim blessed them, and Elohim said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And Elohim said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you shall it be for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein therefore is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And Elohim saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. And then, of course, we know he rested on that seventh day, our Shabbat of rest. Just a, a wonderful, sometimes we, we forget to read this very first chapter that started it all. And there's so much in there, you know, as we go out into nature and we witness the bugs and the birds and, and the creatures of the earth. There's so many species, so many kinds. It's just an amazing creation, amazing that he was able to diversify and create such unique and complex creatures, even the plants, all the different species of food that we have. He created it all for us, for all of us to be sustained from the smallest to the largest, us humans, which have dominion over it all. So I do have a few verses here that just kind of go into the, the details of creation, why it's important why we don't need to forsake it, uh, and just why we need to appreciate it. Genesis 2, verse 9. And out of the ground made Yahuwah Elohim to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, trees are an amazing creation. I did wear my tree shirt today to go along with this speech. It's just amazing how Yah put his Ruach, his breath into us that we may live each and every day and then provided the trees so that they can provide us oxygen to take that breath and then to exhale. Such an amazing concept. Sometimes it's, it's simple, but yet at the same time, it's so complex just an amazing thing that sometimes we can't <laughs> comprehend. And that's okay. Genesis 8, 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. You know, throughout our years and throughout the seasons, they're consistent. They may vary from week to week, month to month, slightly changing but they're always there. They have always been and always will be. And that's just a greater testament to the creation of Yah, that he 
saw this and put it in motion and it's never ending. It's never ceasing. Psalms 118, 23 through 24. This is Yahuwah's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which Yahuwah has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. What a marvelous thing he did. Anytime you can spend time in nature, whether it be the ocean, the mountains, it's just so majestic to witness the beauty that lies within from the grain of sand to the, the mountain that, you know, reaches the, the heavens. It's just incredible to see how many different aspects of nature there are out there. And of course, it is good and we should be glad in it and rejoice for that. He, he made it for us. For Ezra 6 verse 38. And I said, O Yahuwah, you speak from the beginning of the creation, even the first day, and said thus, Let heaven and earth be made, and your word was a perfect work. You know, his creation is perfect, as well as his word, which we know as the Torah. It's perfect, and we need to put all of our hope and our trust in that, knowing that it is perfect, and it will not let us down. We can always rely on it and what it can provide in our lives. Psalms 147, 8 through 9. Who covers the heavens with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow upon the mountains. He gives to the beast his food and to the young ravens which cry. Just another promise that he will always provide. He provides for his entire creation. All of the creatures out in the wilderness you know, they have their food and their water. They don't have to worry about, you know, the, the sustenance. Yah provides it for them. So, of course, he's going to provide for us because we are much greater than them. Nehemiah 9, verse 6. You, even you, are Yahuwah alone. You have made the heavens and heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all things that are therein the seas and all that is therein, and you preserve them all, and the host of heaven worships you. Second Baruch 13, 11 through 12. But now, ye peoples and nations, ye are guilty because ye have always trodden down the earth and used the creation unrighteously. For I have always benefited you, and ye have always been ungrateful to the benefits. You know, it's so important to not take for granted the creation and this beauty of nature. You know, whether it's littering, throwing trash on the ground, um, you know, the, the things we're doing to nature, cutting down the trees for development or for resources, you know, polluting our oceans and our waters which then destroy the, the, the fish and all the creatures in the sea. It's so important that we do care for this creation because it, there, it, it is possible to be destroyed. You know, it, it will not last forever if we continue to destroy the creation that he made for us. It's just so important to appreciate those, beauty, those beautiful things out there, to respect it, uh, and to, to care for it. Romans 1, 20. 
For from the creation of the world, the invisible things of Yah are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and divinity, so that they are without excuse. Ecclesiastes 8, 17. Then I beheld all the work of Elohim, that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun, because though a man labor to seek it out, ye shall not find it. Yea, further, through a wise man think he know it, ye shall not be able to find it. Enoch 6, verse 1. They consider how the trees, when they put forth their green leaves, become covered and produce fruit, understanding everything and knowing that he who lives forever does all these things for you. You know, there's so many mysteries about this earth, uh, our planet, just the creation as a whole that we will never understand. And it's not really our place to understand. You know, there is a place for science, but at the same time, it can be a distraction. It can mislead us from the bigger picture. And when we go trying to manipulate it by, you know, cloning, um, manipulating the weather. There's so many things where in turn man is trying to play God and create of his own. Uh, We're we're not supposed to be doing that. You know, we will face the judgment for those things. There will be consequences uh, for doing that. You know, we need to respect the nature and the creation, but not necessarily have to understand how it works. At one one day in, in New Jerusalem, we can ask him those those questions and to understand the beauty and complex workings of his creation. Second Baruch thirty two one. But as for you, if ye prepare your hearts so as to sow in them the fruits of the Torah, it shall protect you in that time which Elohim is to shake the whole creation. So we know that there will be a day where the creation, you know, is shaken. We will experience earthquakes, volcanoes, weather that, you know, we've not seen before and experienced. So how do we stay grounded? We need that Torah, the word, the, the promises of, his, of our father to keep us steady during those growing pains, which are starting to take place. Psalm 1, 2 through 3, but delight, but his delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah, and in his Torah he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. That is how we prosper and survive through the cold, through the heat those trials in our life, we must rely on his Torah and the goodness of Yah day and night. He will strengthen us. He will allow us to bear our fruit, our good fruit. It's so important to keep that in your heart at all times. And my last verse, such an important thing to remind ourselves, Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away. There will be a day where this creation, the beauty that he made for us will no longer exist, 
but his words will last forever. And we just need to put our trust in those words so that we can endure until the end and that we can have eternal life with him one day when this world is no longer what we know it as today. All right. Last thing here. So sometimes Mother Nature is the best medicine to heal your body, mind, and soul. It's so important to escape the chaos of our society from time to time and find the shalom spread throughout the beautiful nature that is living all around us. The symphony of sounds heard between the bugs, bird, and breeze through the trees, the crashing waves and pouring rain are all noises emulated on your sleeping machine because Yah knows best how to soothe and comfort our bodies through the wonders of nature. Whether it be a day hike or a camping trip to the mountains, make time in your life to appreciate the beauty that our Father made for His children and focus less on what man creates to distract us and destroy the marvels of His creation. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. I hope this blessed you. I hope you can take a moment to walk through his creation, through the nature, and just marvel at all the, the small and large things that lie in front of you. It's a way to find your inner peace. Me and my wife, Lee, we love to go on a walk once or twice a week. Luckily, we have some wonderful trails just close to our home that we can disappear <laughs> into the woods and just marvel at the creation, uh, become closer to him, praise and worship him on our walk. And, you know, I, we just pray that your walk with him gets stronger, that you grow closer to him here at Heart of the Tribe. We're just trying to help people find peace and find Yah and his son, Yahusha. It's not always an easy walk, but as a community, as a fellowship, we can strengthen each other, allow each other to grow closer to him. And that's what we're trying to do here. Thank you so much, everyone in the chat. I appreciate all your comments. Please stay tuned for later this afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'll be joining Chris McIntyre on another episode of Out of Africa as we continue the discussion of the book of Hebrews. And then we do have a brand new show premiering today at, I believe, 3 p.m. Eastern. That is Remnant Remini with Nitsa Moshe. Looking forward to what she has in store for us. And that will be airing on her, her YouTube channel, Remnant Remedy. And then we do have a repeat this evening of Saved by Grace. Unfortunately, Robert Wagner is still under the weather. So we do lift up him as well as Shell. They have really been through it experiencing some illness over the last week or so. So we just lift them up and pray that Yah continues to heal them. If you were not able to catch his very first episode, it will be re replaying this, at, this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So thank you so much, everyone. I hope you have a blessed day and we will see you soon. On the Mount of Crucifixion Fountains open deep and wide Through the flood gates of 
God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide. Grace and love, like mighty rivers, poured in and from above, and heaven's peace and perfect justice. Kiss the guilty world in love.